Hey there, and welcome to our East Coast Church podcast. If you would like to know more information about our church and who we are, head to our website, eastcoast.org.au. From wherever you are listening right now, we hope that the content in this podcast blesses you. Well, welcome back, Kevin and Marilyn. Hopefully you have watched last week's. If you missed podcast one, I would say jump back and listen to that first before you jump in today. And we're going to fly into something that, based on the back of what I heard you say recently, Kevin, yeah. at, when you were interviewed by somebody else, yes. and you were talking about health. Yes. And I would love you to just speak sure. on your perspective. Sure. Well, just that whole thought of healthy things grow. Mm. And when I was a young pastor with a passion to see the church grow, my focus was always on the crowd. But then Jesus, you know, you, you look at the scripture and it says, Jesus says, leave the 99 mm. and go after the one. Because the one matters. Everyone matters. The 99 matter. The one yeah. matter. Yeah. But I think if you want to build something strong and healthy, um, you've got to focus on health, not on numbers. Mm. Right. Because healthy things grow. And when you put the right ingredients and the right perspective on what you're bringing to people I heard someone say it years ago if you build big people you'll build a big church mm. it's a great thought because you know if you just look at people and realize that the capacity that, that person has to grow and become mm. really healthy on the inside you know because we all know it, Jesus comes and changes us from the inside out and yeah. man looks on the outward God sees the heart yeah and so much of the church in latter days has been don't drink and don't swear and don't behave like this and don't wear this and don't do that and don't pierce this and don't whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. But Jesus said, no, it's the heart. Mm. And the health comes from within. And if we build healthy people from the inside, then it is going to come out and it's going to, you're going to flourish you're going to be attractive. You're going to draw others to the Lord. And it's just going to, it's just going to grow. It's just going to, mm. so health is everything. Spiritual health is absolutely everything. And we, yeah. and we need to have it in church life. We've got to have healthy people. And, and sometimes you just got to take time to, you know, that's the discipleship concept mm. of you're spending time with people. It is slow. It's deliberate. It's purposeful. But as you put into people, the benefits long term, mm. because you know I I just think of our our previous church on the central coast, and we were there for 17 years, saw the church grow. But the most satisfying for us is we put 10 guys out of the congregation into ministry. Mm. People like Mark Zare, John Pennycook, Mark Vanderveer, Bruce Robertson. There's so many of them that have now gone out, and that thing has multiplied. I came out of the city uh, church, sent up to the Central Coast, and and the, the growth of that has it, just been amazing. So, you know, you build you build healthy leaders, and they in turn build healthy churches, and the thing just multiplies. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, health is everything. And it's really freeing. We were talking last yeah. uh, podcast about the freedom, you know, yes. in working from rest. <laughs> yes. But focusing on health, again, really removes that striving, yeah, it does. doesn't it? Yeah. It just, you think people matter, yeah. the one matters, mm -hmm. and, yeah. and seeing mm -hmm. them grow to health. And we know yeah. 
someone's put that investment in us and the fruit of that is, you know, our lives grown and impacted. If someone didn't bother, like I know the amount of hours that were put into me just by the grace of God that someone spent the time. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that there's generations that'll change, totally. even your fa- families. Yeah. yeah. I've often thought, you know, it's um, like you can prophesy greatness over people. Mm. And, and I'm not in any way underestimating the power of prophecy. It's fantastic. But it's like you've got to take people by the hand spiritually and walk them on a journey mm. of discovery. So you can prophesy greatness, but how, how does that work? Like I, I sense the call of God, it's been prophesied over my life. But when somebody takes you by the spiritual hand and says, mm. I'll help you discover what you need to discover, it just opens up. And I'm grateful. There's a guy called Al Fury years ago when I came back to God. Just he taught me to Fiji. I preached my mm. first sermon, 1971, I think it was. Um, you know, he really helped me to understand what the call of God meant. Mm. And he, and he walked me through. And so he was building health into me. I was unhealthy spiritually, but he was putting health back into me. Yeah. And, and I think that's something that's so... I look back and I think those 10 or so guys, we look at them and think, oh, that's just... It, it's just a blessing to watch mm. what they've gone yeah. and done. Yeah. What they've, the churches they've planted and the people they've raised up. And, uh, and, and it's, just, it's really satisfying. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's building big people. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. And we, Felix and I have a real heart for discipleship yeah. Yeah. so much here. Yeah, and I think great. it's encouraging to think about the context of a lifestyle of discipleship, which yeah. Jesus really modelled. Yeah. And, I, and I believe I can see you, you guys have gone through lots of different seasons. Yeah. Yeah. But in each season have raised people up. Yeah. sewn into people, had that yeah. value. Yeah. Um, with When it comes to health, yeah. I see the intention around health in your family and people mm. often will ask you and talk about your family yeah. life and the fact that mm. your girls both love God yes. and serve God in, their, in yeah. different contexts. Yeah. But yeah. don't look back on the time of growing up as pastor's kids. And mm. that was one of the things mm-hmm. Felix was like, I don't want our kids to hate church if we yeah. take yeah. on this yeah. church. Yeah. Yeah. And Marilyn, you really yeah. helped me talking about how we establish this healthy family culture. Mm. Do do you want to share some of your pearls of wisdom? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think one of the the biggest things that we did, and and Laura, um, well, both Emma and Laura talk about this today, that we always had Monday. Monday was like a family day. Monday was our day off Mm. as such because weekends we were always working, you know, <laughs> that's our job, being yeah. pastors. I remember um, my neighbour asking me, what does your husband do? And I said, oh, he's a pastor. Oh, what does he do the rest of the week? You know, they didn't get it that, <laughs> that it wasn't just a Sunday thing. Yeah. So, so we used to t- say Monday is our day off and Monday is like a family day and quite often we would take the kids out of school. I'm not the only one. (laughs) (laughs) If we'd had a particularly busy weekend, um, maybe with visiting ministry, we'd have to entertain them or whatever. Mm. And we'd sometimes take the girls out of school on a Monday and we'd go off and do something fun with them and then send a note to the school the next day to apologise. We reckoned it was better to get forgiveness than get permission. Yeah. (laughs) uh, (laughs) I call them mental health days. (laughs) Yeah, mental health days. Yeah. 
And, uh, and the girls always talk about that, that that mm. was really fun when they were taken out of school. And, uh, and then Monday night was always family night. Mm. And so every, once a month we would have a family meeting where we would discuss important things and decisions that the family all were encouraged to have input. Mm. Um, but um, at our family nights, the girls would take turns at uh, choosing what we would have for dinner and, and it was their responsibility to set the table and make it look beautiful and they could do whatever they liked mm. <laughs> and they could choose maybe an activity that we would do together um, as a family on a Monday mm. night. So that, that, that remains um, a really big, um, exciting and, and happy memory for both mm. of our girls because um, we didn't want them to think that they were missing out on, mm. you know, family time yeah. or time with dad particularly. Because uh, being girls, um, time with dad is incredibly important. Mm. And, uh, and so I, I think they've grown up with a healthy, a healthy concept of what church is, you know. And, of course, mm. they had lots of friends in, in church and, and so mm. on. So being brought up in the church, they had lots of... Um, Lots of positive reinforcement and encouragement. Mm. And because both of our parents uh, were in different countries, mine were in Scotland and Kevin's were in New Zealand in those early days, um, they had a, a couple of adoptive <laughs> grandparents, yeah. you know, in the church. So, so they didn't really miss out on a, a lot of those kind of relational things either. Mm. Mm. Uh, so that was one of the things, but you might talk about the, you know, the other things we used to do. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember years ago hearing a preacher do. say, make the will of God exciting for your mm. kids. Mm. So we kind of took that and thought that through and, and decided that we would never talk in front of our children about the downside of mm. church life. So we wanted to protect them mm. and shield them from... Mm. The negative side of church, because you know churches have, like anything, yeah, families have challenges, churches have challenges, but if you can just protect your children from that and help them to see that, well, church is good, church mm. is fun, and, and mum and dad are pastors, and mm. and so they grew up with a right attitude. In fact, I remember sometimes we would take a holiday on a Sunday and go, and we would stay home sometimes. But they wanted to go to church because they didn't want to miss out on church and their friends and the social yeah. mm. side of church. Mm. Well, I used, that really used to bless my heart because I thought yeah. they want to be in the mm. house. They want to be in church. So yeah. they're both now. Laura's in New York and Emma's in the Blue Mountains. was a board member of our previous so church. Cool. Yeah. And, and they both love the church. And, and, of course, now they're older. They see that it's not all... <laughs> all roses, you know, there are challenges yes. and there yeah. are things yeah. that happen mm. in church life. But they're but grown ups now and they can process yeah, it. Yeah. They can process it, yeah. Mm. And they can <laughs> they can figure that out and realise that, well, you know, like God is good and, and mm. ministry is good. It doesn't have to be, mm. you know, mum and dad kept poor and criticised and whatever. You like they mm. they had a healthy they had a healthy concept of God. Mm. And, and that's what you want. Yeah. And it's uh, just as you were talking, even not just pastors, but anyone can be hurt in church. Absolutely. And I think, you know, Absolutely. you can see from a couple that may run a small group 
It's yeah. easy. Mm. You can get hurt yeah. by just running a small yes. group or being a part of any sure. ministry. Yeah. yeah. The devil will try to take you out. And it's, it's great yeah. wisdom to shield your kids from that, yeah. mm. to not taint them from yeah. their experience of church because yes. you can have pain anywhere, really. Yeah. Um, but, it, yeah, it's really, really powerful, that intentionality yeah. around, make, yeah. I love that, making the will of God exciting, exciting. for yeah. your children. Yeah. And the family meeting, <laughs> we do that. And our four-year-old, he loves it because we've got a – a meeting room that they're not normally allowed in. Oh. But if we have a family meeting, we get, they say, can we go in the meeting room? The meeting room. And he raises all sorts of strange things. Yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah, That's it's awesome. been really, really That's special so and the movie night and mm. things to look yeah. forward to, mm. yeah. which is creating good, like, happy memories. Absolutely. Whether you're in ministry or not, I think yeah, yeah. cultivating that in your yeah. family yeah. is yeah. It's true yeah, what you say, Lou. People... Um, People in life, there's there's lots of setbacks and mm. hurts and disappointments. But if we can, and I think if we can use those experiences to teach our children, yeah, for a start, for us to be healthy and come mm. through it healthier, mm. and teach our children principles from what we've learned, mm. then we all grow up with a concept that yeah. God's a big God. Yeah, you know, we love people. People make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But be have a forgiving heart. Be always. Mm. Don't hold res- resentment. Don't hold things in your heart, you know, bitterness mm. and so on. Mm. Let it out. Forgive, release, yeah. love people mm. unconditionally. That, all those things build a healthy community. Yeah, that's right. You know, life, you know, life should be healthy. Mm, Communities yeah. should be healthy. Thank God yeah. for the church and Christian in the, in the middle of society. Yeah, it keeps amen. it healthy. Mm. It keeps it strong. keeps yeah. it wholesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, the whole healthy thing, I, I was thinking that um, when we were growing up, both Kevin and myself, in opposite ends of the earth, yeah. me in Scotland, Kevin in New Zealand, um, both of us grew up in families where we didn't really communicate very well, or, mm. or at least um, I didn't grow up in a family where we talked about emotions. Mm. So it was like children should be seen and not heard. Mm. So it's very much, you know, keep your mouth shut, be quiet, don't upset anybody. And I particularly didn't ever even see my parents being angry. Mm. I didn't know how to resolve conflict, all of that mm. kind of stuff. So when we had children, we decided that we would do things differently and yeah. that we would try and foster good communication mm. and I think mm. that was one of the things with the family night was really good because around the table we would talk and we would discuss and especially the family meeting yeah. everybody had a chance to say what they thought about a certain issue mm. and uh, it was good, good yeah. discussion wasn't it and it promoted healthy um, sharing of opinions and, and no one was going to put you down for saying something stupid that sort of thing Yeah. Mm. Where, whereas that was different from the way we were brought up mm. so we that was a very intentional thing, I think, on both of us. Yes. And things like talking about sex, even. Mm. I mean, when we were growing up, none of neither of our parents taught, taught us anything about huh. sex. Yeah. <laughs> That's my, quite funny. Yeah. It? <laughs> my poor mum gave me a book to read. He said, "You better read this." My father didn't have one conversation. No, no. Yeah, no it's wow. just it's kind of. Yeah. I didn't even have that. Yeah. You know, so kind of weird. We were, yeah. So we wanted our girls to to yeah. be healthy Absolutely. in their in their emotions and in their thought yeah. life as yeah. well and have yeah. a good understanding of of how they were created and yeah. and um, how to respect others and, yeah. and uh, respect others opinions and, and so on we even we even try to teach our girls you know when we 
bought a house and we borrowed money and we got mm. a mortgage, we talked to the girls about what that looked like and the cost of that and mm. the discipline needed to have healthy finances yeah. and mm. communicate that so that they valued what they had mm. and didn't take it all for granted. I think all those things help to build mm. you know, wholesome kids with, a, with the right attitude towards everything mm. in life. You know? and, and so th- those kind of things, you know, people say, you taught them, yeah, because th- you want to teach them the value of money and yes. teach them the discipline of, of saving and yeah. living a life and doing all Because one day, they'll, well, they did. They both bought houses and got mortgages mm-hmm. now. And that's so they right. understand mm. what that's all about. So I think all those things, mm. you know, that's what it's about. And I think that's true in yeah. discipleship, ministry, life in general. Mm. Um, we've, we've, we need health. We need yeah. healthy people. Yeah, I think if you think of health as um, operating at your optimal capacity mm. or optimal potential, right? Yeah. I think there's a lot of room for growth with all of us in that. And we all need to take responsibility for our own health. And it's not just, you know, um, physical health, but there's emotional health and yeah. there's mental health. And of course, with COVID now, mm. there's a, I've been told mm. that uh, certainly in America, the rate of suicide mm. and even um, attempted suicide mm. has gone up 40%. Mm. How horrific is that? You know, so mental health, uh, and we've just been talking about financial health. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's all sorts of health that um, some of us, some people are not operating at their optimal mm. capacity or potential in, mm. in any one or, or more of those areas. Mm. And I think it's really important to, to look at all of those things. And uh, in fact, I, I listened to a, a talk the other day, a podcast I was listening to, they were saying that um, um, when it comes to our own person, that uh, to, to be healthy, we need four main things, four main pillars which would be, first of all, um, diet, you know, thinking about what we put into this amazing body mm. that we have. We only have one body, mm. um, so we need to be a good steward of, of this mm. body. Um, diet, and then there was movement. Apparently, um, they were saying that sitting is the new smoking. Uh, yeah. And so movement doesn't I'm need to be. I'm standing desk. Yeah, let's stand. I dra- I That's know. right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But, but so many people now are, are sitting. We're sitting in front of screens. Yes. We're sitting, sitting in front of the day. television. Yeah. You know, and so on. And some of us have more sedentary mm. jobs. Mm. Even in our coaching, a lot of it we're doing sitting. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. Sometimes I'll deliberately get up and walk around with my mm. headphones in uh, as I'm coaching. But um, the, so there's uh, diet. And uh, then there's movement, and that doesn't need to be strenuous exercise, but we're just moving. Just move. yeah. uh, and then there's sleep, which I, knew I think you were is say sleep. something <laughs> that you know because if you mm. you know if if you don't have uh, really good sleep, that that can cause all sorts of mm. problems physically, yes. and yeah. emotionally, and mm. mentally, mm. right? Um, and uh, and then the fourth pillar. It was really interesting to hear this was tribe. In other words, mm. who are your people? Who's mm. your tribe? You know, and that's the whole idea that we need connection, yeah. um, which has been so threatened in all this COVID-19 time where yeah. we've been forced to isolate and, mm. and so on, um, that you know, connection or fellowship 
um, is so important to our health, to yeah. our, to our um, emotional health and our mental health and our spiritual health yes. in the church, if you relate it to the yeah. church, diet, what are we feeding our people? Yeah. You know, are we feeding them with the word of mm. God? You know, movement, is that is that something like sharing your faith? Are we mm. teach them to share their faith? Mm-hmm. Evangelism, what's what's the church doing in moving the gospel out there mm. to mm. to to make people healthy spiritually, point them towards God, you know, um sleep. Um, working from rest. rest. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a full point sermon. Right? I'm going to uh, use yeah, it yeah. somewhere else. And, and, tr- and tribe, you know, the yeah, fellowship. community. Yeah. Where else, mm. like, how do people cope in this society yeah. now, today, uh, and especially at this time, mm. uh, these strange times, mm. um, without fellowship, without yeah. connect, that connection? Mm. And that's why the connect groups in church are so vital. Yes. Aren't they mm. staying connected and, mm. and so on? So, you know, we've got to be thinking not just healthy things grow, but how do we promote health and how do we help the people that we lead? Mm-hmm. Um, how do we help them to optimize their health? You mm. know, and um, we need to be thinking about all those areas emotionally, spiritually, mentally. How do I keep myself physically healthy? Because mm. um, if you're not physically healthy, you don't have your health, you don't really have much at all. That's right. Yeah. You run out pretty and quick. It's the same in, yeah. in church, yeah. right? If you don't yeah. have a healthy church. Yeah. It's going to be toxic. Yeah. The opposite of health is toxicity, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, and I found it interesting talking to other pastor friends in this season, and that the reset and the slowdown and running a yeah. church of any size, you can be going at a crazy pace yeah. and yeah. going. This is how I want to structure my life. And I read a book mm. ages ago by Bill Hybels called yeah. Simplify and oh, yeah. the choices that yes. he made when his kids were little. Yeah. That's right. But it gets away from you very quickly. It's yeah, easy it to let your schedule define you mm-hmm. as yeah. opposed to going, this is yeah. the sort of person I want yeah. to be. I need yeah. this much time with my family, sure. this much time yeah. to take care of myself. Yes. Do yeah. you find in coaching or discipling people that this, these are the things that come up a lot? Is, yes. Is talking yeah. about yeah. health? Absolutely. I think the work-life balance yeah. is a huge thing, Absolutely. especially yeah. for pastors, because yeah. there's there's almost this um, unspoken expectation that if you're a pastor, you have to be working for God all the time, 24/7. Yeah. and you're working yeah. for the church. And if you look as if you're slacking, or if you don't read your Bible, mm. or if you you know whatever you know, mm. if, if you don't work your butt off and and don't go to bed absolutely exhausted, <laughs> then you're not doing mm. the right thing and you know you're, yeah. you're wasting money and, and blah mm. blah blah and, you know there's a, a kind of a um I, I think these unreal expectations or the or too high standards mm. for oneself mm. can really trap you so totally. especially in leadership yeah, and uh, so that's one of the things that comes yeah. up a lot in coaching yeah or people um bowing to or living to people i call it living to people instead of living to god instead Mm. of asking god what pleases you we're trying to please people all the time which is utterly futile exercise don't you think totally yeah yeah i think high achievers you know like people successful Mm. people you, you look at their life and there's a good balance you know of of physical exercise, mm. good eating habits, sleeping habits. There's a discipline about their life. Mm. Yeah. And I think disciplined people get things done, disciplined, yeah. disciplined people achieve. Mm. And and so I think that's a, yeah, it's a big part of, of looking after oneself, looking after our body's a temple of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 
So we have a responsibility to take care of it. Mm. Yeah. So I think, you know, what you do, you don't become extreme, you know. Mm. Any truth taken to the extreme becomes potential error. Yes. So you've got to find that balance between what's right and keep, mm. it, keep it healthy. But if you can keep your life healthy, you'd be way more successful and blessed mm. and encouraged. Mm. And mm. Yeah, good family life, good health, good yeah. all around. That's overall it. success that's what we want yeah, yes, yeah. blessed lives mm. <laughs> living for amen home. as opposed to success in one area yeah, yeah. and then falling but, apart the other yeah, yeah. and just there's yeah. no health yeah. or yeah, then nobody wins do they in yeah. that mm. when that's the case so yeah. when marriages fall apart oh, and yeah it's yeah. tragic isn't it when you yeah. see someone who's been successful here but then they'll their marriage has fallen mm. apart or they've been unfaithful here or something's happened yeah. here. Or yeah. It's just like, oh, wow. It's got to yeah. keep building and be conscious of everything yeah. that we're doing to keep ourselves accountable and making sure that we're crossing the T's and dotting the I's and making yeah. we're taking care of business in every area. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so important. Mm. Not yeah. that we've got it all together. No. No, well, we haven't been perfect. I thought you guys were perfect. Yeah. Do you know anyone who's perfect? <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think of course the, not. And I would say yeah. even to people listening that even the best family can have a kid go rogue. Oh, of course. You know, I was, like the cla- I was a classic rogue black sheep, um, yeah. oh, you know. Likewise. So, yeah, likewise. Yes, but, and I think... Yeah. It's, it's just great to hear from people who have made intentional decisions sure. for your marriage, for your family, yeah, yeah. and yeah. That, you, yeah, yeah. that it's bad fruit for yeah. you. Well, I think it's, our kids have survived despite this, the mistakes <laughs> we've made, to be honest. Yes. It's funny, Lou, before we had, before we had children, I was mm. an expert. Yeah. Until I had children, and then I realised the challenge of being a father, oh my gosh. being yeah. a parent. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. with church. Before I was a senior pastor mm. of a church, I thought, this is easy. This is what you should be doing this and do this and do this. And you're put in the position and you realise, my goodness, yeah, this is huge. Mm. So, you know, that's, that's the benefit of getting older. You look back over life and you, you learn from your mistakes. Mm. You learn from the mistakes of others and you put it into practice and you make the changes. Mm. And, and as you make the changes and put the discipline in place, the health comes. Yeah, It doesn't always come like that. Mm. But it comes when you made the good choices and mm. the, the right decisions. And it's the slow grow, which I think we yeah. spoke about yeah. Uh, yeah. in the podcast before, yeah. which is so true. And I look yeah. at seasons of yeah. years of making the right decision yes. Yes. <laughs> or small decisions yeah. that yeah. then you bear the fruit later. later and yeah. yeah, it's not instantaneous, yeah. is it? No, well, not about, at all. Yeah, it's about creating healthy habits, I think. Because, mm. yeah. you know, when you start learning to brush your teeth, um, it takes a while to learn how to do the technique, mm. right? Mm. But um, I guarantee all of us feel terrible if we go to bed and forget to brush our teeth, yeah. right? It just becomes like second nature now. We don't think about mm. it because we've been doing it so long. Mm. So we, you know, a habit, a healthy habit starts with one, doing it once yeah. and then doing it again mm. and again and again. You know, so it... It takes yeah. about 30 times or something like that, is it, to create a habit? Something yeah, like that. something like that. So, you know, it's, you've got to start somewhere. Yeah. And you, uh, you can't, yeah. like you said, you can't do it all at once. You've got to start. Mm. And, uh, and as my friend Ray Andrews says, he says, I have, I have not arrived, but I have left. Mm. <laughs> I love that. 
you know, we're all on a journey. That's and right. you can't judge anybody else or compare yourself mm. with anybody else. Just do what's right for you. Yeah, and totally. uh, do what, like Kevin said, do what the Holy Spirit shows you to do. And uh, you'll be right. Mm. <laughs> it's good. It's very simple. Yeah. That's right. And it's Keep little it by simple. little. Yes. Yeah. Like even now I'm reminded I need to go to bed earlier. That's yeah. something for me. So you know, true. And some things that are easy for one person yeah. is going to be difficult yeah. for yeah. someone else. Totally. So, yeah. yeah. Good. I really appreciated your wisdom You're today. Welcome. Such a blessing. You're welcome. Kevin, I'd love it if you could pray sure. just for people. And sure. maybe there's been things that have popped up for yeah. you today where you think, sure. oh, and maybe you've not had a healthy family yeah. experience and that's lots mm. of people grow up sure. with that, yeah, but it doesn't true. mean that you cannot build that yourself mm. in your life. Sure. So, yeah, I'd love you to yeah. pray. Absolutely. That'd be great. Well, Lord, as we close off this mm. podcast, we probably have people who have watched and has triggered thoughts and ideas. And Lord, I pray, firstly, there'll be no condemnation, that people won't come under condemnation, Lord, but they'll realise, well, I got that wrong and I got that wrong but I can make those adjustments and I can make those decisions. Lord, you're a God of grace. Mm. You're a forgiving God. You're a loving God. You're a gracious Father. So we pray your blessing on people. We pray your blessing on each of us as we make those sometimes tough decisions, but decisions that always bring forth great fruit. So we pray for families. We pray for individuals. We pray your blessing on your people. We pray, Lord, that we will live healthy lives. Mm. We'll be strong and, Father, we'll live blessed lives and our families will reflect that. So we thank you, we honour you, and we praise you. We thank you for every parent, every child, every leader. We pray your blessing on them today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, guys. Bless you. You're welcome. We'll see you next thank time. You. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on social media and follow this playlist to stay tuned on what's coming up.